only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. We're going to get into a fun little topic. If you could change one moment in Denver Broncos history, if you could alter something, um, obviously, I'm guessing if you're a Broncos fan for the positive, what would that moment be? And what would you change? Uh, we have a lot of great answers on social media that i'll be getting to as well as my own so you can check that out at ronnie k radio that's at r-o-n-n-i-e the letter k radio on twitter now of course when it comes to changing these uh you know you start to think of where the highest points of you know uh, uh, moments you know certain events that happened that you would like changed different in Broncos history and so you start to think of obviously times maybe in the postseason maybe in the play the the wild card round maybe it's a draft pick maybe it's an injury maybe it's a certain happening there's a lot of good ones that we'll get to here on the podcast, but I think the first few that really stand out to me is obviously if you could change the result of uh, Super Bowl 48. Now the ball flew over Peyton Manning's head, and hey, the team just wasn't ready uh, at all. It just it was over from the, literally from the start. The game was over, and it never got any better. And that was one of the more. Mm, Horrifying things, I think, if you're a Broncos fan, to watch through because on the biggest stage, boy, they laid the biggest egg. Uh, I think number one and the lowest hanging fruit in this discussion is going to be Raheem Moore. And we all know that January night when Joe Flacco avoided the rush, Joe Flacco as a Baltimore Raven, and let go of the football and, uh, well, it traveled 60 yards in the air and... We all know <clears throat> what uh, happened from there. We don't need to recollect those accounts. That was, without a doubt, I think, when it comes to recent times, one of the most painful moments in Broncos fans' history because it it was a Super Bowl that I think in added a little bit of insult to injury that I think the Denver Broncos would have won that Super Bowl had they continued on. And look, I know it's if, if buts, candy nuts, but... The reality is, is that that was a one of the greatest offenses that Peyton Manning had going, and it came to a scolding, oh, painful finish because of one play. And if that that one player, Raheem Moore, is in one different position that's a little bit more favorable the chances of that mile high miracle actually happening are slim to none and yet they still happen they go to overtime a little bit conservative with 31 seconds on the clock and then they lose in overtime so 
you know the story. It's a painful moment, but certainly it's one of those I think that if you were a Bronco fan and you had the opportunity to change, I think you probably would be looking at that. Some are saying on uh, Twitter, and we'll get to your Twitter responses, is uh, if you could change something in the hiring of Vance Joseph or Josh McDaniels, which is an interesting one. Vance Joseph, obviously, for many multiple reasons, look, just didn't seem like the correct hire in the first place. Kyle Shanahan was also a candidate, or maybe kind of. That's a whole other discussion. Kyle goes to San Francisco with John Lynch. They end up in the Super Bowl this previous year, and Vance Joseph didn't make it to a third year. The Denver Broncos, however, when it comes to Josh McDaniels, I want to kind of dissect this. Because when you really start to think about it, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to start to grow from below and grow into something great. And when the Broncos had that reset because of Josh McDaniels, or as they say on the radio show, he who shall not be named, the Denver Broncos had the ability then to hire John Elway, then to draft Von Miller, then to acquire Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning doesn't come here without Josh McDan- or, uh, excuse me, John Elway. Now all of a sudden you start to see this domino effect, and maybe you could even say that the real reason why, the root reason why they ended up with a 2015 Super Bowl is because of the firing of Josh McDaniels and the hiring of John Elway. So interesting stuff. Now, of course, you know, we're getting into the what if game, but that's kind of what this discussion is. It's a big, uh, it's a bunch of what ifs. And it's, it's a lot of fun to kind of go back in history and to see how things would have changed. You know, what if the Jay Cutler trade never happened? You know, would Jay Cutler have been the franchise quarterback here in Denver? And would he have won a Super Bowl? Would they have gotten to the Broncos to the postseason on a consistent basis? You know, does Brandon Marshall still stay here as an option? Is Demarius Thomas even a Bronco at that point? Because they already had a a wide receiver. I I mean, there are so many different uh, things that you could kind of, you know, weave around. And it is quite interesting to kind of look back. 5, 10, 15, 20 years later on whatever it is that happened that uh, maybe you would like to change. Maybe you would like to change Faxgate. If maybe that fax of Elvis Doomerville's agent was sent five minutes earlier, would Elvis Doomerville remain a Bronco and maybe become the greatest pass rusher in franchise history? You know, would it have been a different world it, just most recently? In 2017, if Patrick Mahomes is taken by the Chicago Bears instead of Mitchell Trubisky, and instead of Patrick Mahomes inside the AFC West, maybe it's Mitchell Trubisky, and maybe all of a sudden Denver has the leg up. Maybe Denver wins those two games against Kansas City in previous years, and maybe they get to the postseason. It's a whole different story. Kind of a fun what-if game as we continue on with our COVID-19 sports canceled era. I mean, it's a, a crazy time now with um, sports at standstill, so we got to find that's fun topics on it, you know, to pass the time. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there. Well, we've got a lot of them. Our local ones that I want want you to, to really push and help out and I want to include all our local friends because you know us as a local business ourselves at Mile High Sports you know we we are very much seeing the the same issues and the problems that many other restaurants or local businesses are seeing as well too and you know we we want everybody to come out from this COVID-19 era crisis this pandemic and 
we want uh, everybody to thrive and have the ability to keep those doors open, and that is obviously the hope. So local businesses that we've talked about on this podcast, like Blanchard Family Wines, Collision Brewery, to uh, uh, Blake Street Tavern, the Tap 14s of the world, we want you to support local and make sure that those guys uh, have enough. And, and again, maybe it's just a gift card that you're buying. Maybe you're buying takeout or uh, whatever may be the case. Supporting them is so, so important. Supporting our local businesses during this time, it is huge. Huge. You can find out info and, of course, a lot of info at MileHighSports.com. All right. When we come back, I want to get to your responses on Twitter at Ron and K Radio about the one moment that you wish you could change in Broncos history. That's next. Welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, a podcast of Mile High Sports. Check it out at MileHighSports.com. You can find previous archives of the, of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com and, of course, on the many places where you can find this podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, MileHighSports.com. All right, so we've been talking about these scenarios where if you could change one thing in history, Broncos history, that um, it changes the result uh, forever. You know, it's a fun little question. A lot of what ifs. So, you know, this may be one of those things where if you're like, well, I don't really care about what ifs. That's fine. That, that This podcast is probably not for you today. But what if the Denver Broncos didn't lose to Jacksonville in 96? That's what Jake Peterson says, saying losing to Jacksonville in 96 is up there. Could have had three straight championships obviously the dream against baltimore is up there as well too yes Uh, raheem moore is going to be up there as mentioned a lot so you're going to hear that quite a bit also the loss to jacksonville that's what jeff says in the 96 97 playoffs of course could have been the three-peat jake says champ bailey's fumble out of the end zone in 2015 wouldn't it have been nice to have that play finished if he just got to the end zone? Credit to Ben Watson, who, by the way, just retired, chasing down Champ Bailey after that interception. By the way, Tom Brady's first career playoff loss. Denver can always put their uh, hat on that one. Uh, Jay Pena says the 2015 AFC Championship game. Of course, that goes against the Bolt, the uh, excuse me, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, had pretty darn good defense that year, if I remember correctly. Larry Coyer being the defensive coordinator, but then things kind of melted away on that uh, 2015 AFC Championship game. Jake Plummer not being able to uh, make that happen and get the Broncos to the Super Bowl. DB Boogie on Twitter says drafting Tommy Maddox instead of Carl Pickens when Elway needed a number one wide receiver. Uh, he said he's just trying to throw something different out there as the next four responses say Raheem Moore. That moment will live forever. <laughs> tough, tough time. Tough, tough time. Bree on Twitter says releasing Jake Plummer. Stupid mistake. Honestly, believe we would have gone to at least one Super Bowl with the snake. Jake the snake. A little underrated as a Broncos quarterback and certainly, um, you know, look, a solid player. I don't know if if maybe this would be defined as a franchise quarterback uh, post-Arizona career because, you know, he was more on the decline, but certainly a solid quarterback when he came to Denver. Dan Sweeney on Twitter says, Dan Reeves should have met with Ted Gregory in person. (laughs) Of course, going back to the early, uh, what was that, early 90s, um, maybe the biggest bust in Denver Broncos history as far as draft goes. Uh, Never meeting Ted Gregory, their top overall pick, and then, of course, that didn't really work out. Derek Stober on Twitter says, first snap of Super Bowl 48. We try not to remember that moment as it flew over the head of Peyton Manning. Before the Broncos were annihilated, 43-8. to 
Uh, interesting, you know, TD's injury has come up quite a bit also on social media as well, too. And, you know, that's that was brought up by Colin TD's ACL tear, ACL tear, which maybe is the number one answer because of how much it changed the NFL landscape. Remember, you know, this was the day of the dominant back, the dominant one bell cow, the uh, gosh, going back to the early 2000s, even the Jamal Anderson's, Jamal Lewis, the the Edgerin James, the Curtis Martin, Jerome Bennis, Priest Holmes. I mean, this was the bell cow back. You could look left and right and find them all over the place. Terrell Davis gets injured, and then all of a sudden you start to see this dual-peg system from Mike Shanahan, a part of that zone-blocking scheme, and you see him see a lot of success with the Quentin Griffins of the world, the Mike Andersons, the Orlandis Garys. I mean, these are guys who, look, and I say this with all due respect, were not the bell cow backs. You know, even there was a point where Mike Bell flourished for the Denver Broncos. And now you start to see the NFL catch on. It's a copycat league. And look at where we're at today where how many bell cow backs are in this league? You've got Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, a little bit more of a receiving running back as well, too, and that's what makes him so special. Christian McCaffrey just signed a new long-term deal with Carolina, by the way. Again, dual threat back. You don't see this pure runner. At least it's not in the majority. And so there is a change that happened between that time and now. And I think Mike Shanahan has a big credit to go to the dual back system. It is less tread on those guys. You get more explosive, fresh legs. A one injury doesn't devastate your offense. And, you know, it, it overall worked out for the Broncos. And as they went into the the 2010s century or a decade with, uh, look, a solid running back situation after they – got great production out of guys who were just kind of off the street. And I think that continued. You know, the the C.J. Andersons of the world, the the Philip Lindsay's, you know, we, we, we see great success from these backs who were not highly sought after. Not highly, again, Philip Lindsay, undrafted. How many times you got to say that? Uh, that he was from Colorado and went to CU and he lived in his parents' basement and that he was never invited to the Combine. <laughs> How many times do you hear that every single game uh, from the announcer crew? So, uh, you know, there, the the TDACL really did change the a, the NFL landscape, period, altogether. Adam Maxey says Vance Joseph over Kyle Shanahan. That one's always going to hurt. Stevie Joe says the first snap of Super Bowl Forty Eight or the Jacksonville lost. That loss was actually my first real sore loss of the Broncos as I was young and first understanding the game and would have been the first three-peat in NFL history. Mr. Potato Head on Twitter says, Drafting Brock Osweiler over Russell Wilson. Got to remind you also in that 2012 draft, uh, Denver was actually highly coveting Brendan Whedon as well in that draft too. So actually when you think of it, maybe it was uh, drafting Brock Osweiler and not Brandon Whedon over Russell Wilson, which is kind of like a double whammy. It's like, ooh, <laughs> we try not to think of that part. Uh, Taylor says Raheem Moore. Dino says Raheem Moore. C-Stack on Twitter says the hiring of he who shall not be named, Josh McDaniels. But again, we went back into, you know, that, that decision of hiring Josh McDaniels and how it changed everything. And, you know, maybe, dare I say, for the better, 
No, I can't say that in one sentence. <laughs> no way. It was not for the better. Uh, Mike on Twitter says Raheem Moore. Coops on Twitter. The one moment would be the Raheem game. You know, look, I don't want to pick on Raheem Moore, but it really is the immediate first thing that comes to your mind of like, oh, my gosh, this was the one moment that if we could just simply change really quick, it would be what we would choose because it was such a painful moment in Broncos history. It was a, a historic throw that uh, is going to go down in the highlight reel of the NFL. You know, when, when the NFL 100 was released, you know, we saw it constantly where you saw Joe Flacco scramble out and, you know, those replays are painful, but it's part of your DNA now. And uh, certainly I think one of the things that definitely Bronco fans would love to have back, if you will. So, of course, you can find on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Keep those responses coming. They were good responses today on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio and, of course, at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com where you can find all kinds of great uh, stories on the Broncos as we get closer to the draft. Of course, it's going to be a virtual draft. Interesting one. Team's going to be doing it from basically their bedrooms. And uh, Rasha Goodell's going to announce the picks from his basement. Kind of a interesting, weird uh dynamic that's going to be happening for this NFL draft but the show must go on says Roger Goodell and the NFL and so uh, look they will continue on with that and uh, we have a ton of info a ton of writing uh, Zach Seegers is what's on draft uh, series that of course is at mylinesports.com as well too you can go check that out now so the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, a podcast with My Life Sports. If you like the podcast, if you love what we do, hey, give us five stars on the many different uh, apps that you can find this podcast, wherever you get your podcast from Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. If you have a question or a message or just wanted to share something about the Broncos, maybe you're a fan and you've been a fan for many, many years and you want to share a moment, whatever may be the case, be sure to share it at uh, my Twitter. In the DMs is where it goes down, at Ronnie K Radio. You can uh, message me there at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. All done for the podcast. Again, if you like the podcast, be sure to check it out on the many different locations where you get your podcast Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.